Welcome to Gav Session. My name is Gavin Foster, and I am a K-8 music teacher from Ontario, Canada. I love music, I love technology, I love my job, and I love sharing my successes and my learning. Check it out, and thanks for listening. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Gav Session. Um, so this week, section one, we're going to talk about sort of what's going on in my classes, uh, music-wise, what's going on uh, at my school in terms of music. So right now, I am um, deep in the heart of um, the CBC Music Class Challenge. So if you don't know what that is, uh, CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company, um, they issue a challenge to all music classes across Canada. Um <clears throat> they pick a group of songs. I think this year it's about 12 songs um, by different famous Canadian artists. And they say that uh, anybody is welcome. Any music class in Canada is welcome to attempt one of these songs and you sing it and you record it and you put it up on YouTube. And then there's a panel of judges who listen to like these thousands of entries and the winning schools get $5,000 for their music department. So um, one of my colleagues, <clears throat> one of my kindergarten teacher colleagues, um, kind of pressured me into this this year she said uh, listen one of the songs that's listed is uh is a song that i love and uh, i want to do it i want to get the kindergarten kids to do it and so me being me i said well why get kindergarten why don't we get everybody kindergarten to grade three why don't we get like 350 people to do it and uh and so yeah so that's one of the songs we're doing and then as i was kind of looking at the options for the music class challenge and looking at kind of what the rules were, I noticed um, sort of the list of songs that were there. And one of my um, favorite songs of all time was on the list this year. It's a song by a Canadian band named bare naked ladies. And uh, it's their song called if I had a million dollars and I'm sure it's there because this year bare naked ladies was inducted into the Canadian music hall of fame. They've been a band for 30 years. Um, they, uh, yeah, they did a lot of, uh, a lot for me growing up. And so as soon as I saw that, I said, well, you know what? I've got an older choir too, a grade four to eight choir. And so I said, I'm doing two. I'm doing a primary song and a junior song. And I said, and I know uh, it's nice to let the kids choose and to, to pick something kind of poppy for them. Um, but I said, no, this one's for me. This is my first year. I'm going to do something I know. And yeah, so my junior kids are doing, if I had a million dollars with me and uh, we've been working on it for about a month on and off doing some other stuff, but kind of coming back to it. And what I liked about a million dollars is the kids have a chance to do some comedy routines in the middle of it. And so we've been talking about it and, um, <clears throat> I had a group of students in kind of grade six come up with some just like hilariously brilliant comedy routines. And I said, uh, yeah, sure. So let's, uh, let's kind of write those and put them down. And so if you know the song, there's a part in the song where they're talking about, um, <clears throat> building a tree fort in their yard. And then they're like, Oh man, we could put a fridge in there and we can have like snacks and beverages and we can have all these things in our tree fort. And, um, my kids came up with this really great bit that I'm going to share with you today. And then, um, there's a whole other bit halfway through about craft dinner, about macaroni and cheese. And, uh, I had this grade six girl just like come up out of the blue with this hilariously funny bit and the kids all liked it. Like, let's do that. So we've been spending this week getting these comedy bits together. So I kind of, you know, 
did a little audition for some kids and I got, you know, two kids that I think are great for this comedy routine. And then we've been shooting it and reshooting it and trying to get dialogue loud enough and trying to overdub it over top of the guitar. Cause there's got to be guitar solo in the bottom. And, uh, and yeah, we've been working on, I needed some art done for the macaroni and cheese bit, which I'll talk about later, but yeah, I'm going to share a bit of this comedy routine with you. So this is, um, this is two grade five students. No, two grade six students talking about um, what they would do if they had a million dollars to build the ultimate tree fort. So I'm going to share that with you now. Let's put a little tiny fridge in there somewhere. We can't put a fridge in there. Tree forts have no power. But the other day I saw this battery-powered toaster. Yeah, let's put that in there. Yeah, and we could keep like jams or marmalades or even peanut butter. <gasps> you can't have peanut butter in the school. Um, it's okay. It's in our tree fort. Yeah, so that little bit makes me laugh every time. That's our little bit about tree forts. And uh, yeah, so if you are a YouTube person, uh, I'm sure later on this week, you'll be able to check out uh, youtube.com and you can search for CBC Music Class Challenge and search for If I Had a Million Dollars and you just might see uh, the students from my school. I'm not telling you what school it is on the podcast here, but you'll be able to see what it is. Maybe look up Belleville, Ontario. Maybe you'll show our uh, our city. But anyway, you'll see our group of kids from Belleville, Ontario doing uh, If I Had a Million Dollars. And I really hope our judges are... Uh, are, uh, are good to us. I'd love to win $5,000 to buy some stuff for the music department. I think my goal this year would be to buy uh, a set of ukuleles. <clears throat> They're about $3,000 for a set that I would need. And then uh, if I had any leftover money, I'd like to buy, um, you can buy these new plastic um, <clears throat> basic introductory instruments from Long and McQuaid. Um, they're called toots and dutes. They're like um, a plastic clarinet and a plastic flute that uh, are really easy to play, but they get kids used to using reeds and used to sort of shaping their mouth to make the sound over a flute hole. Um, but these instruments are like virtually indestructible and cheap and they only have uh, one octave range. So if I could get a set of those too, I could help move my kids onto instruments easier, my junior kids up. So that's my goal. So um, yeah, <clears throat> hope you like it. And um in the next few podcasts, I'll probably post the entire recording so you can hear it. Good luck to my school. And uh, yeah, keep listening. We're going to talk now about some new technology I've been using this week. All right. So for the uh, second section of this podcast, this is where we talk about like a uh, uh, an app or an add-on or some sort of tech feature that kind of helped me um, with my thinking this week and help me get organized. So for this week, I'm going to talk to you uh, about a program called BandLab. It is a uh, online DAW, so that's a digital audio workstation. It's a place where you can create music. It's a place where you can edit music. Um, one of the things I like about BandLab, and I use a lot of other DAWs um, for different things, um, but BandLab um, appears to be more or less free for what I need it to do right now. Um, and it also has a free education feature. So something like Soundtrap, which has an amazing education feature, uh, is only free for 30 days. Whereas right now, it appears to me that the BandLab education feature is always free. So um, you can go in as a teacher and set up your own classroom, and you can invite students to your classroom, uh, and you can give them little BandLab assignments. So yeah, um, if you go to um, www.gavsession.com, 
gavsession.com. Uh, I'm going to be posting a, a Gav session up online, a how-to video for how to get into BandLab and how to set it up. So you can check it out there uh, from my Gav session website. But yeah, BandLab right now is doing everything I need it to do. So basically you go to www.bandlab.com. You click uh, on the button that says education. <clears throat> And then it kind of tells you to, you know, log in and and sign up for your account and start as a new teacher and all that kind of stuff. Um, and once you're logged in, you can create multiple classrooms. So I have a, a classroom for Mrs. Krabappel's class and I have a, a classroom for Ms. Hoover's class. Uh, I've got a fair bit of stuff there ready to go. And uh, yeah, I've got some really cool things uh that I can do with this program. I can get my students to do different assignments. I can actually assign um, uh, things to them for them to do. It's just, it's just a really uh, interesting, quick way for me to get uh, get some work out of them. So yeah, so I can't say enough good things about BandLab thus far. Um, it's done really well for me. There's a lot of different features you can use to it. Um, not going to lie to you, I have hit some hiccups along the way. And I'm going to mention that uh, today, kind of when I get into section three and section four of the podcast, I'll talk about some of the hiccups that I noticed this week. But other than that, um, <clears throat> you can get in pretty easily and you can do um, some pretty great stuff with a class fairly simply. You can't do, you know, everything you can do with other DAWs with BandLab, but you can do some stuff with it. And for this idea today, it's really, really simple. So yeah, um, if you're interested, as I say, check out uh, my Gav session webpage and I will have a how-to video for how to get into BandLab. But it is, uh, it's what I think I'm going to be using with uh, with my kids this week is BandLab to kind of get them started on this whole process. So yeah, um, I don't have a lot of negative things to say yet, but uh, I'm really, really excited. So yeah, check out BandLab, uh, www.bandlab.com. Uh, if you are a teacher, you can go to edu.bandlab, B-A-N-D-L-A-B, edu.bandlab.com, and that gets into the education section where you can sign up as a teacher and sign your students up and create your classrooms and your assignments and stuff. But yeah, check out BandLab. It's really, really cool. And I will put a Gav session up for it. But uh, yeah, this uh, this week's session is brought to you by BandLab. So check it out. All right, everybody. So for section three today, let's talk about what's new uh, in my grade seven classes. Let's talk about Mrs. Krabappel's class and let's talk about Ms. Hoover's class. So first of all, uh, as I said in section two, we started using BandLab this week. And I'm not going to lie to you, this week was another huge disastrous failure. But thankfully, I don't think it was necessarily um, the idea that failed. I think it was a technology fail. It was a BandLab fail. Um, and it's my own fault. Um, I kind of decided at the very last minute to use BandLab. I kind of took... I had a 40 minute prep right before Mrs. Krabappel's class. And I said, okay, what can I do? What can I do? I researched band lab real quick. I said, yeah, this will do everything I need to do. I'm like, okay, how do I add a classroom? And it says, okay, just give this link to your students and it'll add them right away. And so then I, uh, I posted the link on Google classroom and it just didn't work. When the kids clicked on the link, it did not take them where it was supposed to take them. They did not get added to the class. And when I gave them out their computers and I was like, okay guys, get into band lab, get into Google classroom. It'll be great. And then it just, they couldn't get in. So on the fly, I was like, okay, you can manually add students. So then I went to the manual ad section and I went to sort of my grade book where I have all their, um, 
educational email addresses listed. And I just grabbed all the email addresses, pasted them in and clicked add. And then a couple of seconds later, it still wasn't working and the kids weren't getting in. So then I had uh, one of my sort of uh, better students in the class came to me and said, I, I can't access this thing. And I said, okay, well, what is your, what is your username? How do you get in? So they gave me their username, um, like the, the, the first part of their email address. So I typed it in manually, like longhand, clicked enter. And then all of a sudden a little thing popped up on their screen that said, you've been invited to this class. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll have to just manually type these in. And so I spent 40 minutes basically manually typing in the email addresses for the kids in the class because my bulk ad didn't work and it didn't work. Um, <clears throat> when I gave them the link to join the class and it didn't work when I, when I imported in all the email addresses. So, um, band lab, if you're going to use it, take some time before you make an assignment and actually make sure all your kids are added. I would say take a whole day, like a whole period, a whole 40 minute class or whatever it is, 45 minute class and say, okay, we are going to add you today. And that's going to be step one. It's just adding you into the classroom, making sure they're there. Um, over the last couple of weeks of using BandLab, I've noticed a couple of other weird glitches. So one, BandLab assigns a username to every kid once they sign in. And it's a big, long, giant number. So for example, um, <clears throat> they'll say to you, all right, at user 677715392681638247. And that's their username. And I'm like, how do I figure out who that kid is? Because you can't see anything else. You can't see an email address. You can't see anything else tied to that kid easily. All you can see is uh, is this weird username. Now, you can um, message the person. So there's like a little message button where you can type in as the teacher, like, hey, user number, blah, 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 blah. What is your actual name? Um, but I can't change that name. Only the kids can. So I would say in your first day, your first lesson, lesson one is adding the kids to the classroom and then getting the kids to go into their own user profile and changing their name so that you can see who it is. That's one thing I will say about um, other ones I have used about like Soundation or Sound uh, Cloud or Soundtrap or one of those things is it gives you the email address. This one just gives you this weird username. So if the kids aren't organized, it's really hard to see who they are. But um, yeah, we had some behavior issues in this class because technology didn't work. And as a result, when I looked up, uh, I saw a lot of you know kids playing video games and who had checked out instantly. Like this is this is the the world we're living in, right? Is the kids the kids need instant gratification. They need something to work right away. And if technology doesn't work, they go, okay, well, I know YouTube works or, or I know Minecraft works or I know this works and away they go. So <clears throat> I definitely had a failure today just because I was hoping they would kind of get in and do some work and it just didn't quite happen. And then I had set up my first assignment, which I again had done very, very quickly and I couldn't figure out a way to give them an assignment where they actually created music because it says you can assign them a audio assignment or a text assignment. And I said, well, I want to do an audio assignment because what I want the kids to do is I want them to take that drum bit file that they <clears throat> made last week and they saved and they put in their Google drive and they shared with me. I wanted them to import that drum bit file into BandLab and then share that BandLab file with me in hopes that we would take that drum sample and add to it. So, 
I tried to create a audio file, but it wouldn't let me create an audio file that was blank. It wouldn't let me just say like open up an audio file and put a blank page there and say, go add your drum bit to this file. I had to put something in. So I think I, uh, <clears throat> I think I basically opened up a, a drum track and I hit like a single bass drum hit and saved it and said, okay, what you have to do is you have to paste over my bass drum thing that's there with your own drum bit thing. And the kids were really confused. They're like, what I'm, I'm erasing this. I'm deleting it. I'm pasting over it. And so once I got kids added to the classroom, which I was still doing 40 minutes into the class, but once I got kids added, <clears throat> they still couldn't figure out the assignment. And then again, even my good kids were like, I am done with this. This is like too much craziness and confusion. And there's too much noise in here. And like everyone's watching YouTube and no one's getting done. And I think at one point, one of my students started like leapfrogging over another student just to pass the time. Like it was just a, a weird class that just fell apart because there was nothing that worked. And, 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 Every time I would turn my back to try to get a computer to do something that it was supposed to do, the kids used that um, opportunity to check out. And so I was like, okay, what have I learned about ManLab? I've learned you need to be better prepared. I've learned you need to kind of set stuff up in advance. And I've learned that you need to look at assignments. So I did that. I went back, I reassessed everything. <clears throat> and I found out that if you give what's called a text assignment, which to me, is a text assignment. It's a writing assignment. But in BandLab, if you give a text assignment, all it means is you type instructions. You type text instructions. So I could actually type to the kids, click the button that says start assignment. And when they click that, it opens up the studio. And then like, you know, step two, insert your drum bit file from last week. Done. Step three, click hand in and I have it. So I was like, oh, I can use text assignments to just give them a text description I don't need to, but I guess an, an audio assignment would be like if I wanted to put in, say, a drum line and then say, now I want you to take this drum line and add a melody to it. So you could do that. But <clears throat> I didn't know that because I put it together in 15 minutes, which again, being a teacher of as many years as I am, I should know better. And I just kind of hoped it would fall together and it didn't. My hopes and dreams kind of fell apart and this thing turned into a big giant mess. But <clears throat> I've learned from it. The other thing I noticed, and my kids figured this out right away, is in your profile where you can change your name, you can also add photos. So I've got, uh, if you look at my classroom right now, I've got like <clears throat> a picture of like some kind of cartoon dark wizard. I got a picture of a pickle. I've got some pictures kids have taken of themselves. I've got some like clip art and gifts from the internet. And I've just got some sort of images of my students. The other thing that I don't like about BandLab is when you go to change your name, you can change it to whatever you want. So my kids know better. They haven't put in anything offensive, but I do have a couple of kids who've put in fake names. Like I've got names. So, you know, as if, you know, user number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 wasn't hard enough to figure out. I've now got pictures of, you know, a kid that's named like Mason the Max, which like, I, I don't have a kid named Mason or Max. And there's like a picture of a dog. And I'm like, well, who is this kid? Cause the photo doesn't help me. The name doesn't help me. And I can't see the email address. <clears throat> so I had to send messages to my kids and go, okay, if you are turning in work, which is awesome, 
I also need to be able to give you credit for it. So if I don't know who you are, it doesn't work. So you're going to have to go back in and at least, you know, if your name is like Mason the Max, at least put in something like Bart the Max so I know who you are. Because if I can't figure out who you are, I can't give you credit for anything. And the kids were like, oh. So I was like, right now, no one handed in any work because I don't know who anybody is. So then they've all gone back in, they've changed their names and they've made it a little easier for me to figure out. But yeah, that's something that I have trouble with, with this program. But other than that, um, the assignments are easy to add now that I figured out how to do it and you can kind of, yeah, make it work easy enough. All right. So that is kind of my, uh, my mission this week. Now, um, second part. So, um, Ms. Hoover's class, I had another technology sort of failure with them, which is, um, again, I think I mentioned this last week. I have to book the computers in advance. And again, I forgot. So I've learned my lesson now. I've gone in and I've booked the computers from now until the end of January. Every time I see these two kids, they'll have a computer. But um, Ms. Hoover's class didn't have a computer. They, um, I didn't have them booked. I forgot. So this was, what date was this? This was November the 6th where I did this lesson. So Ms. Hoover's class and I, who again, we're focusing a little bit more on storytelling than we are on creating music right now. I use that time to do a huge thing on Remembrance Day. So we talked about um, several different Remembrance Day songs. We talked about the Flowers of the Forest, <clears throat> which is a pipe tune that's played in Canada when um, <clears throat> when a soldier dies. Uh, we talked about a song called The Green Fields of France, which is about a, um, <clears throat> a man just walking through a field in France, and he's tired, and he sits by a gravestone, and he says, hey, Mr. McBride, is it okay if I sit here? And then he looks at the gravestone, and he goes, oh, I see you're only 19 huh, I wonder how you died. I wonder what happened. And it's all about this man thinking about this person's story who probably doesn't get told because he died when he was 19. And so I talked about that with the students and how if you look at, if you look at war and look at military, there are all kinds of stories that don't get told because a lot of soldiers in our world don't die old men. A lot of them die on the battlefield fairly young. And so he says, uh, what's your story? You know, are you never, you were never old enough to get married and have kids and have a family. So who remembers you? Is there a sweetheart somewhere that remembers you or did she get married after you died? And, you know, did your parents tell about you or were they like, well, you were a teenager and you went to school and then you went to war. Like, so it's just this interesting idea of stories that don't get told. Um, we also looked at a, at a story from a, uh, a band from Peterborough named Tanglefoot, fantastic band. Um, and they did a song called Vimy, which is the story of Vimy Ridge. And if you're getting it, ever get a chance to listen to that song or hear Tanglefoot, it's a great song because it deals with things like mustard gas and it deals with um, uh, indigenous rights. Cause there's a, a character in it who is a, um, who's from Winnipeg and, uh, <clears throat> and he's indigenous and it is just a really interesting story about the story of Emmy Ridge because it's told um, it's told in a unique way. I won't spoil the song. Go listen to it. It's a great song. Anyway, so that is, that's what I did with Hoover's class this week. We just talked about war songs. Uh, and they were really into it. We had some pretty good discussion. So I kind of took what happened with Kerbopel's class and said, I know what I need to do to fix Band Lab for next week. So I'm going to fix it and give it to everybody next week. And then, uh, and then hopefully that'll work. Now, something I'm going to have to think about. So my goal today was to get kids to 
open up a project in band lab and share it with me. And then I'd be able to kind of check off like level three. Yep. You did it. Or yep. You didn't share it right. Or yeah, you didn't add your music right. Or whatever. I was going to have something that they turned in. And so now because of my technology fail, I had nothing. So I started thinking like, okay, it is November the 6th. I'm going to need some work for these kids to hand in for a report card. So next week, no matter what I do, I better have something else that's turned in. Even if this band lab thing, if I figured out it's going to be totally easy, which it hopefully will be, I still need to have something they're handing in. So that's what I'm going to look at for next week. I'm going to look at how do I do a quick activity, which traditionally I've been really bad at. I have, I've always had this dream of doing music listening at the start of every class where the kids listen to like, you know, a pop tune for three or four minutes. We do a quick little reflection and we move on. And every time I've done it in like the last 15 years, every time I've done it, it's become 30 of my 40 minutes or 35 of my 40 minutes, or it's turned into a two day lesson about this one song the kids just want to talk about. And I, I, it's great. I love it, but it's just, it's not what I wanted for a listening reflection. So maybe next week I'm going to investigate a way to do a a short listening reflection. This is my goal. I've been trying it for years. So I'll try to do a short listening reflection where they listen to something, respond to it, and we move on. And if I can get band lab to work quickly, my plan is for them to do two things next week. So to do this little listening reflection real fast and then hand their work in on band lab. So that's kind of where we're at this week. That's where we're at with Hoover and Krabappel. And this is my sort of failure with BandLab. But again, I'm going to take full responsibility for it myself. This wasn't a bad idea. It was just poorly executed and poorly planned because I tried to put it together 20 minutes before class. Bad me. Slap on the fingers. So I am going to uh, sign off for now. Yeah. Please check out um, my episode six, which will be coming up really soon. Episode six is dated November the 13th. Um, currently I'm the end of November. Currently it's November the 24th. So I'm going to try to catch up this week. I've got one, two, <clears throat> I'm two episodes behind right now, not including what's happening this week. So I'll see if I can do two more episodes this week and then I'll be caught up and then it'll be live. You'll be hearing what's happening as it's happening. So I'm going to sign off for now. Hope you guys are having a fantastic night, a fantastic week. Um, as always, you can check me out www.gavsession.com. You can check out my help videos, youtube.com slash Gav session. You can follow me on Twitter at Gav session. And my podcast is now available on anchor and stitcher and pocket bean. And it's available on Apple podcasts and it's available on uh, Google podcasts. It's available virtually everywhere. And I have been picked up officially by voice ed radio. So if you are a voice ed radio fan, um, you can look up my Gav session page there. And I keep getting notices in my Twitter feed saying right now, Gav session is live on voice ed radio. So please check out voice ed radio. Um, I've seen, seen some amazing stuff there and it's actually inspired me to do something totally different, which I'll be talking about, uh, in a podcast or two about uh, something else I'm going to do. Sorry for my voice. I'm a little sick right now. It's that, uh, November cold we've all got. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking in and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out this week's Gav session. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out all of my podcasts available from the Anchor app or from Anchor FM. Anybody can make a podcast in just a few minutes from Anchor FM. 
If you like what you heard today, please check out the rest of my online personality. You can message me on Twitter at GavSession or check me out at GavSession.com or YouTube.com slash GavSession. Thanks for stopping by.